What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Bring in show music, please. This is Squawk Pod, and I'm CNBC producer Cameron Costa. On today's episode, a crisis of Congress. It's day three without a House speaker. And CNBC's Alon Moy is in Washington. Really, it is just not clear who the alternative might be at this point. And that's why Republicans just seem stuck in this Groundhog Day loop of voting and voting and voting with no resolution. Breaking the stalemate and what'll be left of the Republican Party. Members of the Problem Solvers Caucus, Democrat Josh Gottheimer. I want to make sure that we're able to actually govern after this is all over. And Republican Nicole Maliotakis. Well, they should be putting those petty personal interests aside and do what's best for the conference and the country. That huge story, plus more layoffs at Amazon and more debt for Americans. CNBC's Sharon Epperson. For many consumers, $1,500 is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to their overall debt load. It's Thursday, January 5th, 2023, and Squawk Pod begins right now. Stand Becky by in three, two, one. Cue it, please. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Squawk Box here on CNBC. We are live from the NASDAQ market site in Times Square. I'm Becky Quick along with Joe Kernan. Andrew is on assignment today. Does any member elect wish to change his vote? On this vote, on this vote, the yeas are 200. On this vote, the yeas are 216. The nays are 214. Accordingly, the motion is adopted. Accordingly, the House stands adjourned until noon tomorrow. The House of Representatives adjourned for a second straight night uh, without picking a speaker after GOP leader. Uh, Kevin McCarthy failed in the sixth uh, vote to secure enough support to be elected to the post. After discussions last night, the House voted to adjourn without a seventh vote. And here's McCarthy on that decision. I think it's probably best uh, let people work through some more. I don't think we're back. Voting's expected. Read into that. I don't have no. the votes yet. Right. Voting's expected um, to resume today at noon. Sounds like an arbitrary number, but if you drink before noon, um, you know, the, the Democrat or whomever or anybody watching this. And that, that was the funny thing we saw yesterday is that there you don't think Republicans would be settling in if they were watching this uh, this mess. Cheering, laughing. cheering with popcorn and, and uh, brewskis. And no, I, it's this. That's is that why it's noon? Because they feel bad about it. have to be mimosas during up. They've for, had some long sessions. During, you know what I want? I think the Republicans should just hand everything over to this person, Lauren Boebert and Matt Gates. Seems like a good idea to me. During floor debate yesterday, Representative Lauren Boebert said former President Trump uh, had been urging breakaway Republicans to support McCarthy. Even having my favorite president call us and tell us we need to knock this off, I think it actually needs to be reversed. The president needs to tell Kevin McCarthy that, sir, you do not have the votes and it's time to withdraw. You know, what's funny is uh, Telluride is in her district. <laughs> wow. 
no one in Telluride votes for well, I can just tell you. I, no I, I will tell you. That part you, of Colorado are, is pretty is pretty conservative. Those but, are second homes for the Telluride people. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Nobody in Telluride. <laughs> They're voting at their votes. other home in Florida. <laughs> now we're learning more about the concessions McCarthy reportedly made to some of the holdouts. Congressman Matt Gates told NBC News that McCarthy has agreed to a provision that would allow any one member of the House to call for a vote to remove the speaker at any time. That's crazy. That could lead to a scenario of constant challenges to his leadership. Uh, Gates said that McCarthy also agreed to place Freedom Caucus members on key committees like the Rules Committee, which controls all traffic uh, to the floor. And for what it's worth, Elon Musk tweeted less than an hour ago, Kevin McCarthy should be speaker. So Journal has a, has a pretty good piece. Why would anyone at this point want this? You can't, this is just a, a snapshot of the future for what it's going to be like to try to wrangle these cats over the next two years. Why do you think Paul Ryan These cats. Left? Well, what, it sounds like that's a what, double entendre. Well, what, why do you think Paul Ryan left? I mean, exactly. Why do you think Boehner finally threw in the towel? Other people uh, uh, don't want it because it's much easier to be the opposition and where nothing's expected of you and you just complain all the time. And if there's compromise, it's, any compromise, these probably don't want any compromise uh, with the left. And they've got some, I'm not saying that they don't have relevant points given what has happened over the past two years. I'm not saying that. But, you know, either you want to be part of the, the ruler, ruling, you wanted, it, you wanted the House. Now that you've got the House, it, it's going to take governing, not just carping. Yeah, but I, at this point, this is an attack on the rest of their own caucus because this is the 10% versus the 90% of the 91, caucus. 91, 91%. They, they want outsized influence within that caucus. They don't want any compromise, not only with the other side of the <laughs> aisle, but with anybody within their own when party. We, and by the way, this is just a, a I, if you work in any organization, you see this take place. It's rewarding bad behavior, really bad idea. That is a, a cancer to the entire organization. If you play to the babies and you play to the loudmouths, you are antagonizing all the rest of the adults in the room. When Lou Dobbs throws Donald Trump under the bus, you know we are in uncharted territory here. Lauren Boebert throws her favorite president uh, under the bus because he's uh, back. I, I, I don't know how this works. I don't know how many things, I, I don't know whether, you know, if maybe McCarthy cuts off his arm, whether that would be. Well, the idea that what, you can say that can any you one do? person can call for the leader right. to step down, that gets you nothing. That gets you to the point where this chaos is what, is, what happens for the right. next two years of this Congress. I, I, that's a ridiculous bargain to make. So uh, we know that it's Scalise. I don't think really. Jim Jordan wants to do the, the judiciary. He doesn't really want it. Byron Donalds, he's, I, I love Byron Donalds. He, we've had him on the show. But no one, he's... No one really knew him that well until this latest, you know, and he voted for McCarthy the first time, then he voted for himself. Look, I, I don't know how much of this is a, is a personality clash with, with Kevin McCarthy, how many of these demands would go away if you put someone else in there. But if you cave to the 20 loudest crybabies who are making this public, and by the way, that's not to say that this sort of horse trading doesn't go on all the time in politics. At this point, everybody knows about it. So you yeah. are infuriating anybody who you are taking those positions away. You saw you how many votes. The committee to put this new person who wants on. Saw how many votes Andy Biggs got in November. When they did no, what happened? 31 votes. 31 I, votes. I don't know he was never going to be. I don't know if it can be McCarthy or not, but I, I, I do know if you cave into all the demands, and the demands have been shifting. The demands of what this group of 20 have asked for have changed over time. It doesn't seem like you can ever appease them with anything. And that is a terrible situation to get yourself into. I mean, we are starting to look much more like a coalition government if oh. you get into these positions. No. You look like Israel or the UK. Israel or Italy. 
It'll, any of these coalition government. Right. Let's uh, talk a little bit about Amazon. Got this news last night that the company is cutting more employees than the 10,000 that had been previously reported. In a blog post, CEO Andy Jassy said that the layoffs would amount to more than 18,000 workers. Those new cuts, the additional ones, will be focused on its e-commerce business, its human resources, and technology. Jassy said that the company made cuts to some departments back in November. At the time, those were some of the moonshot projects, some of the things that weren't really profitable, some of the new things that they were trying out. They also said, though, that they'd be cutting more jobs starting in January. He said he was forced to address reports of additional job cuts because an Amazon teammate leaked the information externally. The Wall Street Journal got a hold of this and, and ran with some of the things. They said normally they would like to tell the teammates who were affected before this happened. Um, that's not the case, but you're looking at about 80% more job cuts than you'd initially expected. European nations have recommended imposing new restrictions on travelers from China. Amid fears of an increase in COVID cases, passengers departing from China uh, to come to one of the 27 EU countries may soon have to present a negative COVID test before leaving China. They'll also uh, likely be asked to wear masks during the flight and may be subject uh, to random testing on arrival. It's up to the uh, individual EU member states whether to adopt the recommendations. Uh, the EU measures uh, mere similar requirements for travelers departing China for the US, India, the UK, Japan, and Australia. Could we add Davos uh, to that? Or um, do you think we could petition that maybe we don't? <laughs> so we're headed over there. Um, usually a large contingent. Yeah, I've thought about it. Have you thought, have you thought about it? You got your duck ma double duck mask ready. Meantime, uh, China confirming its Hong Kong border will reopen on Sunday after being closed for three years as part of Beijing's uh, zero COVID policy. A 48-hour negative PCR test will be required pre-departure, uh, but testing upon arrival on the mainland will, will be scrapped. I'm checking um, nearby locales just in case. Somewhere to drive if we, you know, if something were, God forbid. Quick, take I'm not staying in Davos. If I'm stuck in Davos, I'm not staying in Davos. I'm driving. You can drive places, right? I can drive. If you get COVID, you're saying you're going to spread it internationally? No. That's I'm, your plan? What am I supposed to? I'm going to sit in my hotel room for two weeks and. Yes, that would be, with, the, with, uh, that would be the responsible With German thing to do. speaking law and order. You to follow. German speaking law and order episodes. Get so, on a plane. See how many places yeah. you can take it. Yeah. They, well, I'm not going to get on a plane. I'll go sit alone somewhere on a, on, in uh, the Amalfi Coast. I'll sit alone. I was thinking Lake Como. Yeah, there you go. Up next on Squawk Pod, the Chaos Caucus. House problem solvers on the agenda the GOP should be fighting for. New York Republican Nicole Maliotakis. We want to see more common sense policies coming forward. We want to secure the border. We want to ramp up energy independence to lower food and gas prices on American families. Uh, we can't do any of this stuff if we don't have a speaker. And the left looking on, New Jersey Democrat Josh Gottheimer. My concern overall is what the direction they're headed in is just bowing to extremists and letting them control the institution and unable to get things done. That's all right after this. Hi, I'm Ben Rizzuto, wealth strategist at Janice Henderson Investors. Is a brighter future possible? At Janice Henderson, we think it is. For 90 years, we've worked to help clients achieve superior financial outcomes and fulfill our purpose of investing in a brighter future together. 
We know that this means our thinking and our investments are helping to shape millions of futures. At Janice Henderson, we are committed to helping you invest in a brighter future for the next 90 years and beyond. To learn more, go to JaniceHenderson.com. From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive, AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. You're listening to Squawk Pod. Good morning. Welcome back to Squawk Box right here on CNBC. We are live from the NASDAQ market site in Times Square. I'm Becky Quick along with Joe Kernan. Andrew is off today. The House is set to reconvene at midday to try and choose a speaker again. California Republican Kevin McCarthy has failed so far to do that in the last six times that they voted. Elon Moy joins us right now. She's got the very latest on this. Do you think we'll see any resolution today, Elon? Well, Becky, so far, Republicans are still deadlocked over who should be Speaker of the House. Lawmakers will gather again in just about four hours after narrowly voting to adjourn last night to give these negotiations more time. California Republican Kevin McCarthy, who, as you mentioned, fell short of the votes he needs six times over two days, told reporters that another round of voting at that point would not have been productive. I think it's probably best um, let people work through some more. And I, th I think uh, I don't think voting tonight does any difference, but I think voting is Now, there was some movement last night. McCarthy's leadership pack struck a deal with the conservative Club for Growth to not spend money in open Republican primaries in safe GOP districts. In exchange, the group committed to supporting his bid for speaker. McCarthy also apparently made some key concessions on House rules. Representative Matt Gates, one of his biggest critics, said McCarthy agreed to allow a single member to force a vote to oust him from the job. He also promised to put hardline conservatives on influential committees. But meanwhile, Democrats have tried to steer clear of all of this chaos. They've given no public indication that they're willing to help Republicans at this point. Guys, they say that this is a crisis of Congress that Republicans should own. Becky? Elon, even after all of these latest concessions, which seem pretty extreme, um, even with that, if he can't get the 20 votes, is that then like, okay, game over, this is personal, even though they keep saying it's not personal, this is just they're not going to ever vote for Kevin McCarthy? Yeah, this is the problem, Becky. I mean, I'm not really sure what the path is for McCarthy at this point. I mean, he doesn't need all 20 to vote for him, and it's quite likely that someone like Matt Gates will never vote for him. Um, but he can only lose, at most, four Republican lawmakers. So can he get 16? You know, that remains to be seen. His strategy appears to be to try to sort of leverage different um, divisions within that group of hardline conservatives to see if he can peel off at least a few people. But, you know, a handful is not going to do it. He needs... Uh, more than a dozen in order to secure the speakership. And really, it is just not clear who the alternative might be at this point. And that's why Republicans just seem stuck in this Groundhog Day loop of voting and voting and voting with no resolution. Really, we've watched the markets, Ilana, and I watched it two days ago. I said, I wonder if this market's going to crack with each one of these uh, each one of these votes. And, and then yesterday again, and I go, wow, the market is, is, is this going to be a, a trouble? And then I thought about it. It's like, no, that, uh, no, no, that's not going to make the market crack. That may be, uh, you know, not having a functioning uh, government might actually be better, uh, except for the debt limit, I, I, well, I guess. There are things that the government needs, right. 
But that's not till Q3, Jill. I mean, we need to have a functioning government. There are things that Congress has I know, to do. I know, you know, I'm just, raise I, the debt ceiling, tongue in cheek, John. Work with me, work with me. It's a little yeah. tongue in cheek, work with me. <laughs> All right, uh, very good. Here to discuss the path forward and what it could mean for the legislative economic agenda, Democratic Congressman Josh Gottheimer and Republican Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis, both members of the Problem Solvers Caucus. I'll start with you, Josh. I haven't, haven't seen you in a while. Um, New Jersey's still, Happy New Year. Like, still the number one state uh, in the entire country. Uh, not everyone re realizes that or, or admits that. I, I think jealousy has a lot to do with jo Josh, as you, as, as you probably I know. Totally, I totally agree. Yeah, totally so, agree, does, so, so does Becky. Did, uh, did you ever receive any entreaties, Josh, about maybe joining up with, with McCarthy on this? I know some Democrats have. Have you heard anything at all? Have you been approached? Well, right now, Joe, as you probably have read, the Republicans, and Nicole can talk more about this, are focused on you know, getting to the speaker, on, on working with uh, their colleagues and some of the more extreme members. Um, I'm always open to discussion. Many of us are. Uh, but you know, my, my number one goal is making sure that we can move forward here. I know I'm sure Nicole feels the same way. We've got a lot of work to do for the country. And I want to make sure that we, at the end of this, can govern in a bipartisan way and get things done. So I'm, I'm sure Nicole's got more on that. But, but the bottom line is uh, <laughs> so, always open to conversation. But Joe. you haven't been approached. I, I heard that it would have to be that, that people were approaching Democrats, but it might not be uh, Kevin McCarthy would not necessarily be. I think Ro Khanna mentioned a couple of, of different names, but you yourself are not involved in, uh, in what the other side is, is contemplating at this point, Josh. You're just you're eating popcorn and, and well, having a, brews well, right now, having a oh, brewski. Uh, no, I'm not enjoying this. I mean, I, I, I want the country oh, to, come you know, on. when you have a branch come of government on. off, when you have a branch of government offline. You know, listen, I think right now uh, the Republicans have made it clear that they're trying to work this out on their side and, and get forward. I just, I just really want to make sure at the end we're able to get things done like we have for the last couple of years in a bipartisan right. way, Nicole and I. Right. Uh, and we saw, yesterday the, we saw yesterday the president in Kentucky with uh, Senator McConnell uh, on one of the things we're able to get done together on the infrastructure package, right? So there's a lot we can do and we've got work to do on affordability, on a lot of issues uh, for the country. So I'm hoping we can get past this and not go into yet another day of gridlock here. Congresswoman Malliotakis, I, I can imagine that seeing um, Mitch McConnell and, and President Biden together, that, that might even just embolden some of the, the, the 20 holdouts, do you think? Emboldens them, but uh, the reality was the infrastructure package was a good thing for our country. It's a great thing for New York City. We're seeing a lot of investment coming into my district, particularly you know whether it's the Staten Island Ferry, our Staten Island Seawall, um, our transit system. Uh, our ferry, our ferry system, and our ports that are so needed to get this economy. We can't have a third world infrastructure uh, situation in this country. And and I thought it was an important legislation. That's why you know I worked with Josh to get that across the finish line. Uh, we want to see more common sense policies coming forward. We want to secure the border. We want to ramp up energy independence to lower food and gas prices on American families. Uh, we can't do any of this stuff if we don't have a speaker. And so. Look, I think Kevin McCarthy has been very open, has been very honest. He has incorporated the suggestions of the entire conference. We didn't like the way things were run under Nancy Pelosi. We want to have ample time to read legislation. We want to know the impact of bills on inflation. We want to make sure that if we're spending money on a program that it's coming from somewhere, it's just not adding on to our $31 trillion debt that is truly destroying this country. 
Um, and what we need to do is really uh, come together at this point because he has made those changes. He has implemented those suggestions into the rules. And, you know, this 10 percent that are holding out are, uh, you know, really hurting the entire institution that is trying to move forward here and govern, do what the American people elect us to do. Were you at any of the, the meetings last night that, that were going on uh, after Congress adjourned again with, with some of the the uh, the 20 because we're hearing that they're still listening I guess and still talking are you involved with those or at least do you hear so, what's so we coming had, out? Uh, there was a handful of representatives from each side that were in those meetings last night I'm going to be uh, joining a, a, a whip meeting uh, shortly to to see what uh, has evolved and see if it's something that the other 200 you know can support but the reality is, is that, you know, they wanted to have Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan supports Leader McCarthy. Uh, they respected the decisions of, and, the, and the, uh, the opinion of President Donald Trump. President Donald Trump is supporting uh, McCarthy as well. Uh, and so at this point, these individuals are serving as obstructionists. It seems that they're holding out to get on particular committees, to get assurances of, of certain pieces of legislation. And, and that's not how... Uh, a, a representative democracy works. We all have a say in what bills will be passed or who, who you know, no one's going to tell me that I need to vote for a particular bill. Um, I haven't done that yet, and I don't intend to do that ever. Uh, I want to represent what's in the best interest of my constituents. So they should be putting those petty personal interests aside and do what's best for the conference and the country, considering that Leader McCarthy has basically done all the things that they wanted in terms of changing the rules of the House to make sure that Congress and this institution flows better, works better for the people and for those of us who are elected to yeah. represent them, not running so, it like the way Nancy Pelosi did. Josh, you keep voting for Hakeem Jeffries. You say you want you want a speaker, you want the House to do its business, blah, 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 all, all that stuff. You could vote for Kevin McCarthy. You could, you could, you and 10 other guys and gals. And Nicole and, can vote for... And, and, uh, and Nicole for, for Hakeem Jeffries could vote for Hakeem Jeffries. <laughs> so we get that's not the same thing. That's not the same thing because the, the Republicans control the House now, Josh. If you really were concerned with with uh, no, they don't. That's the point. Well, they do. They've got a majority. No, they, uh, no, they, they, their caucus Joe, has Joe, it. They may not control themselves, but they control the House. Go ahead. Joe, no, as I said earlier, we're open to any conversation, and, and I continue to have conversations. That's, you know, our job. I want to get things done, as we always do, and I want to make sure that we're able to actually govern after this is all over, and I think Nicole and I agree on that. You know, my concern overall is with the direction they're headed in is just bowing to extremists and letting them control the institution and unable to get things done, unable to deal with the debt ceiling issue, unable to make sure that we stand up to China uh, and, and address Ukraine and, and affordability issues in the United States, right? I mean, there's a lot we've got to do as we proved the last Congress, right, standing by our veterans, making sure we dealt with prescription drug prices, um, uh, on the infrastructure bill, standing by law enforcement. We got a lot done. I want to make sure that whatever comes out of this, it's sudden like that you don't have a few people controlling the, from the extreme right, controlling the institution. We need to be able to govern. And, I mean, and that's, I think the, you know, I, I think I the entire what part what of your group is that you don't want anybody on the extreme right or the yeah. extreme left. So they vote for McCarthy. So, then. Congresswoman, let me right, ask you, is there right. a point yeah. where where Kevin McCarthy loses your vote? Because it seems like last night he's offered to cave to just about every demand that this group of 20 extremists have, have come up with at this point, that they want 
committee membership or committee placements that they want to be able to take him out with one vote from for, for, or take a vote with one person saying, I, I want to be able to remove the leadership. Is there a point where he gives away so much that you won't re, re, vote for him? Uh, I don't I don't see that happening. Look, Kevin has earned this. He's the one who has crisscrossed across the country. Uh, recruiting candidates, supporting candidates. If it were not for Kevin McCarthy, we would not be in the majority. He has done so much to win two consecutive cycles to bring us to the place where we are. He is our leader, and we should be working all together moving forward. What's really frustrating about this entire thing is we as an entire conference agreed on the first pieces of legislation that we wanted to see passed, right? 87,000 IRS agents need to be repealed. We want to pass our Border Security Act of America. My bill... Prosecutors must prosecute act to hold rogue mm -hmm. prosecutors like Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg accountable uh, and expose their record to the public. That can't pass either. And these were all things that were on uh, the agenda for this week. But unfortunately, we can't get any of it done. We right. want to stop the president, by the way, from raiding the strategic uh, petroleum reserves. That's another big issue. So, yeah. so we can't do any of it though because these these this ten percent is hijacking us. And really, right. this is a, your business channel. Look at it this way. In what company, what corporation do 10% of the individuals, whether it's the board of directors or the shareholders, yeah. <laughs> dictate what is right. happening in that company? Yeah, we so we can't allow you, yeah. them to win this. All right. Uh, Congress humans. Uh, just Congress people. Con Congress humans. Uh, I think that's the new, uh, just makes me feel, I don't know, more in tune with, with where we are in this uh, world. Congress humans, thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll have you back. Problem solvers. Will be next. next on Squawk Pod, holiday gifts and travel add up. CNBC's senior personal finance correspondent Sharon Epperson on America's hefty price tag. I think it's really important to talk to people, to talk to an expert, to get a nonprofit credit counselor. You can find one in your area. Taking on your debt right after this break. From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive. AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Welcome back to Squawk Pod today with Joe Kernan and Becky Quick. Here's Becky. This is Becky's mic. Straight up on Becky. Three, two, one. Up on Becky. Cue. Well, the holidays are over. Now it's time to pay for all of that spending. And surveys show that it could take months. CNBC's senior personal finance correspondent Sharon Epperson is here with the steps you need to take to lower your debt. Sharon, good morning. Good morning, Becky. Well, you know, holiday spending increased in 2022. So did the amount of debt the consumers took on to pay for purchases. The average amount was over $1,500, according to a new survey from LendingTree. And 37% of those with holiday debt said it would take them at least five months to pay it off. To get rid of it faster, set a goal, a time frame, say, three to five months to completely pay off that debt. Have your credit card payments taken directly from your checking account on payday before you even see the money. And if you used a buy now, pay later program, make sure you fully comply with the terms to ensure it's truly interest free. If you miss a payment, you'll likely be charged a late fee plus interest on the unpaid balance. With credit card debt, focus on paying your high interest 
credit card first since it's costing you the most. Apply for a 0% interest balance transfer card and transfer balances to that new card. You'll pay no interest for possibly up to 12 to 20 months. Or you could call your card issuer and actually ask to lower your rate. If you're a good customer, in good standing, one study found 70% of the time they'll give you a break and they'll lower the rate on the card by an average of seven percentage points. Now, if you aren't able to lower the rate, you may even want to consider taking out a personal loan. A loan rate of 9 to 10 to 11 percent is a lot better than credit card rates that are over 20 percent on average right now. And paying lower interest or none at all is probably the best weapon in getting rid of holiday debt. For many consumers, $1,500 is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to their overall debt load, Becky. The only thing I would warn is if you're going to take out a personal loan, don't do a secured loan like a HELOC. If right. you do a home equity line of credit, you're, you are taking what is unsecured debt, meaning right. you can claim for bankruptcy if something gets really bad and putting your house on the line for yeah. it. They could take no, your house. No, definitely not a HELOC. Um, but, a, but a personal loan, and, and even from a credit union where the rates may be even lower, that's something that you may want to consider. But only if you're going to use that money just to pay off that credit card debt, not that you're going to go and then spend it on, on other things. What if you're really, really in the hole? What happens? I think it's really important to talk to people, to talk to an expert, to get a nonprofit credit counselor. You can find one in your area by going to the National Foundation for Credit Counseling, nfcc.org and work with them on some type of strategy to pay down the debt. Because like I said, it's often not just that holiday debt or a little bit of credit card debt. There are student loans that people are eventually going to be dealing with, as well as car loans, a lot of things that are really weighing on people going into 2023. So it's important to talk to someone. If you need a debt management plan, they can help you figure that out and work with credit card issuers too to come up with terms that you can actually meet, even though you will have to still pay what you owe. Sharon, yeah. thank you. Sure. Great to see you. DraftKings trying to win it back is not? Nope. Nope. I mean, I got a couple of sure things uh, later. No? So no. Don't share. No. no. I knew that. That's the podcast for today. Thanks for listening. Squawk Box is hosted by Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin weekday mornings on CNBC at 6 a.m. Eastern. And remember to get the smartest takes and analysis from that TV broadcast right into your ears. Follow Squawk Pod right here where you're listening now. We'll meet you back here tomorrow. We are clear. Thanks, guys. From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive, AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. 